says it's on your card. It says $900,000. We don't have the money for it. So I need to know what we bought. I can't even see you. There's like a wall of bears there. What are you? This is what my desk always looks like. Pretty sure some of those are new. Like you've added stuff since we started this conversation. Uh, there's also some new savory items like the horse meat sandwich. Oh, sure. <laughs> Disney says the offer gives new meaning to the term Philly cheesesteak. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tom Corliss is too much a sissy to join us today because we found out it was uh, more than five miles from a theme park. All right, we're going to turn from haymaker to widowmaker. It's unlike any EV or SUV you've ever seen, and you'll have to take my word for it because we can't find the photograph. This is News Today with WDW News Today. I'm Tom Corliss of WDWNT.com. Please like this video, subscribe, and hit the notifications bell to make sure you never miss the latest from the Disney theme parks all around the world. But here now, the news for August 17th, 2023. In an interview with CNBC from August 14th, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida says he has moved on from his battles with the Walt Disney Company and wants the whole issue to be dropped. Quote, we've basically moved on. They're suing the state of Florida. They're going to lose that lawsuit. So what I would say is drop the lawsuit. You have the state that even CNBC ranks as number one of all 50 states for economy. DeSantis made the argument that he has been helping Disney financially succeed in Florida, alluding to the COVID-19 pandemic, in which restrictions such as closures, mask policies, and social distancing were mostly unenforced. Quote, no one has made Disney more money recently than me because during COVID, they were open in Florida. They were locked shut in California. We said we want you guys to operate because we understand how important it is that their cast members in Central Florida had the ability to make ends meet. In fact, when Disney closed their parks, I didn't tell them to close. They did voluntarily. We got all their employees' information. We ran them through unemployment. We helped them stay afloat until they were open again. The governor was asked directly if he'd simply be willing to give Disney CEO Bob Iger a call, and he responded, apart from Florida, Disney's had a lot of problems, and I think that the skirmish they got in with these young kids, I think that's a symptom of what they're not doing well, uh, because I think parents have lost some confidence that this is the company that's really speaking to what they want. Let's move forward. I'm totally fine with that, but I'm not fine with giving extraordinary privileges to one special company at the exclusion of everybody else. This is... This has been a wild roller coaster ride, this, this whole thing. Uh, but now, now we're like back and out of it. I don't even know what, I don't even know what to say anymore, but continuing on with this thread. The Central Florida Tourism Oversight District Board has filed a new motion for summary judgment in its state lawsuit against the Walt Disney World, hoping to gain a pretrial win, according to the Orlando Business Journal. Disney originally filed a federal lawsuit against the board and Florida uh, Governor Ron DeSantis in, in late April for declaratory and injunctive relief. 
The CFTOD board filed their state countersuit on May 1st, which is the suit in question for this motion of summary judgment. In the lawsuit, the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District is seeking a uh, ruling that affirms that development agreements between Disney and the former Reedy Creek Improvement District are null and void. And if they succeed, this would be yet another win for the board, which saw its last win in late July when Judge Margaret Schreiber ruled not to approve Disney's motion to dismiss the suit after determining the lawsuit was not moot. The Madrigal family from Encanto will soon be featured on some Disney Skyliner gondolas and Coco characters will adorn Walt Disney World buses. Most Disney Skyliner gondolas are decorated with decals of various Disney characters that can be seen from outside uh, but are somewhat see-through from the inside. Walt Disney World, of course, has been ramp uh, ramping up their Encanto offerings with a Mirabelle meet-and-greet uh, and more, which we'll talk about in a few seconds. But of course, Coco doesn't have much presence at Walt Disney World, although there is a Coco scene in Mickey's Filler Magic that was added in 2021, and a Coco land may or may not be in development for the Magic Kingdom. Uh, there may also be an Encanto land in Magic Kingdom, but we'll have to wait and see if any of that actually comes to fruition. But for now, uh, Disney has said there will be an Encanto gondola on the Skyliner and a Coco wrap on a bus. And to celebrate Hispanic and Latin American Heritage Month, which begins on September 15th, Walt Disney World has announced that two familiar faces from the animated film Encanto, Mirabelle and Bruno, will be appearing at the Magic Kingdom. Guests will be able to meet the heroine and her magical, uh, in her magical Casita Madrigal starting September 15th at Magic Kingdom. This character greeting will be available year-round even after the event is over, so don't worry if you can't make it in September. We will then talk about him. We will talk about Bruno. He'll be joining the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade also beginning on September 15th. This program is brought to you by our official travel agent sponsor, Be Our Guest Vacations. Your dream vacation begins with Be Our Guests and their concierge team of expert vacation planners. Head on over to BeOurGuestVacations.com slash WDWNT and their team will design your next magical vacation from the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts to the Disney Cruise Line to Adventures by Disney and more. They're also able to book unforgettable VIP tours where you and your group can experience the ultimate park day. The best part is their concierge services are 100% free, so book today. Live bats that have made their home at Pirates of the Caribbean and the Magic Kingdom have been causing problems for the past few weeks, leading to the ride closing from anywhere from 15 minutes to several hours at a time. Bats aren't strangers to Adventureland. We uh, took the uh, video you're looking at now of several bats flying around the Adventureland Frontierland Breezeway back in September of 2022, and it is known that uh, bats do live in the Pirates of the Caribbean building, but the creatures have been causing significant problems over the last month. Ropes around this section of the breezeway near Pirates of the Caribbean are uh, reportedly due to the bat problem, and it, the Crystal Arts kiosk in this area has not been able to operate at all. We took a look at the rafters and could see some baby bats, also known as pups, sleeping during the day. How cute. The bats aren't just resting, however. There are reports that they have swooped low near guests and cast members inside of Pirates of the Caribbean. We also heard that a dead bat fell in front of guests. And every time there has been an incident, the ride has been closed for safety, leading to significant downtime. Of course, bats hibernate during the winter months and are most active during this time of year. Uh, they have their babies in the summer and then enter their mating season. Uh, bats are a protected species. It's illegal to harm or kill them in Florida. In order to remove them, Disney would need permission from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. But removal becomes complicated when baby bats are present. Maternity season officially ended on August 14th, so Disney may now be allowed a permit to safely remove the bats. We'll have to wait and see what happens. 
One of the John animatronics on Carousel of Progress might have uh, fanned himself a little bit too hard. Doesn't sound particularly family friendly, but all right. As one of his hands came loose and fell off his wrist at Magic Kingdom. Oh, man. In a video I'm sorry. In a video shared to Twitter by user uh, Run On Custard, John's hand uh, hangs limply off his wrist. This gets worse and worse. Uh, with the Niagara Falls fan still attached, and the scene continues as normal. And while the hand didn't completely fall off, the dangling digits were quite a sight to see. Who who wrote this? I need the name of the employee who wrote this story after the show. Uh, this isn't the first time this has happened at Carousel of Progress. Back in 2020, one of his hands completely fell off mid-show and landed on the stage. This, it's happened again. Disney has released yet another attraction poster calendar, but this year it features entertainment offerings at the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, this is the 2024 version. Of course, a regular 2024 16-month calendar was released back in June, uh, but this is that poster calendar series where you get a big poster you can rip off uh, after the you know calendar ends and has that weird tiny monthly calendar at the bottom it's almost more of a collection of posters than it is a functioning calendar uh, but it's 29.99 we found this in the emporium at magic kingdom each poster page is 11 by 14 and they're uh, prefer perforated uh, so you can rip off that calendar at the bottom and rip them out and hang them on the wall if you so wish the 12 posters are for various year-round and seasonal entertainment offerings. The first poster features Tafiti holding Moana for A World of Voices. This is the Asian American and Pacific Islander celebration, usually held in May, but in this case it's on January for some reason. Uh, next up is Happily Ever After, the fan-favorite fireworks spectacular. The third poster uh, for March features Mickey and Minnie, the Master of Magicians. This, of course, is for the Town Square Theater meet and greet. For April, Earth Month, characters from Up are pictured. Of course, this is the photo op you'll find outside of Animal Kingdom. May is represented by the Festival of Fantasy Parade. June features stylized artwork of Simba for the celebration of the Lion King, which was held in 2019 for the 25th anniversary of the film. July features Disney Enchantment. You may remember that was the show, the fireworks show for the 50th anniversary. People love that. August has Fantasmic. September has Disney Villains After Hours, which was last held back in 2020. Uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is in October, even though you know that starts in August and runs in September. It's very long. And as Halloween ends and the winter begins, you can find the Merry Menagerie uh, in November for Disney's Animal Kingdom. And finally, last but not least, in December, uh, you'll find Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, of course. The Journey of Water Inspired by Moana page on the Walt Disney World website has been updated, revealing more information about the upcoming Epcot attraction, including that it will have separate wet and dry paths. Disney also released the attraction's official logo. The logo features waves curving around the Journey of Water Inspired by Moana text. The website still states that Journey of Water Inspired by Moana will open in late 2023. Disney previously said fall of 2023, but now they're, they're being a little more vague now. <laughs> That's all we know. Even though cast member previews are currently ongoing for the attraction. The website describes Journey of Water as a lush trail that's fun for all ages. Uh, it continues on. Stroll along a self-guided outdoor trail where you can play with water as it travels from the sky to the oceans and back again. Along the way, you'll find that water is a friend. Moana befriended the ocean, and you can too. Enjoy magical encounters with water and discover its playful personality, just as Moana did on her, her heroic voyage. Water connects us all. 
All water is connected and it connects us to one another. As you traverse this trail, you'll connect and interact with water in new ways. And you'll learn about the global water cycle, which takes water on a wondrous adventure around our planet. Water needs protection. Throughout your journey, you'll learn how you can help protect this precious natural resource and make a positive impact on the world. Journey of Water Inspired by Moana is scheduled to open again in late 2023 in World Nature at Epcot. That's a neighborhood, uh, that one of the ones that replaced Future World, uh, that talks about the preserving of beauty and balance of the natural world. It also says make a splash or stay dry. You can choose to get wet or take the dry path instead as you explore this whimsical, watery world. During a cast member event, Disney revealed a mural that will be inside of Communicore Hall when it opens at Epcot later this year. Communicore Hall, named after the now-defunct Communicore uh, that was at the center of Epcot on opening day, will have a gallery space as well as a demo kitchen, mixology bar, and Mickey and Friends meet and greet space. The Epcot-inspired mural features Mickey and Minnie at the center in their retro spacesuits from back in the 80s. A monorail track runs through the center of the mural with Spaceship Earth-inspired patterns in the background. To the left of Minnie is a dinosaur from the Universe of Energy munching on some leaves. Flying above uh, an image of the Imagination Pavilion's pyramids is the Dreamfinder's Dreammobile airship and Figment flies in the foreground holding a sparkling wand near to the jumping fountains. The Nova Corps Star Blaster from Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind also flies over. And on the far left is the old World of Motion facade, uh, which was replaced by Test Track, my favorite little uh, thing. The, reason, the way you could tell it's World of Motion is you could see the pillar that was right in the center underneath the overhang, which is actually, uh, it was an Omnimover ride with a short outdoor portion where the ride, uh, you'd go through the load area and the vehicles would pop out and go around this really cool uh, curve as they went up into the main show building. It was very, very cool. And on the right side of the mural, Goofy flies in a spaceship around the land pavilion's greenhouse. The robot butler from Horizons stands in front of the classic attractions facade. Mission space is also there, and a rocket takes off from, from behind that pavilion. And Donald will swim on the far right with fish and a diver, and the vehicle flying to the left is the ship, the, the probe, I should say, from Body Wars Bravo 229. Uh, so a lot of vintage Epcot represented here. Um, again, showing love for old Epcot, which is nice. Um, but, you know, instead of just doing murals, if, if, if we've decided enough guests care about old Epcot, why not reinvent these older attractions for a new generation with modern technology then, right? Why are we still waiting for a new figment attraction? Um, you know, uh, people still care, obviously, about Horizons and all these other things. Why, why didn't someone in this company have the fortitude to approve a project, right? If, if we're willing to exploit these past attractions for merchandise or for moments like this, um, then clearly they still have a place in all of this, right? Clearly we believe they can still connect with guests. So just something I think is worth mentioning. Croissant donuts, a.k.a. Cronuts, are finally available once again at Epcot. Guests can pick up the iconic cinnamon sugar snack now at Connections Cafe, the park's Starbucks location in World Celebration. The croissant donut has bounced around Epcot over the years, but hasn't been consistently available for quite some time now. It was once found at the refreshment port near the entrance of World Showcase, then later at Taste Track uh, with festival variants. And in 2019, it was moved to Electric Umbrella, but of course they, you know, closed that too. Uh, but now you can get it once again. Happy to see the Cronut back. 
Shikisai Sushi Izakaya has now soft opened at Epcot, and we, of course, were there on the first day to review this new venue. Uh, the Japanese Pavilion Restaurant uh, will officially open on August 30th. Reservations are now available for that date onward. Currently, they are accepting walk-ups. Uh, you can read a full review. We tried a majority of the menu. We, uh, I would say over $800 worth of food, in fact, we tried. Um, you can read that at WDWNT.com. Or Nana and myself actually filmed a very long review, which you can watch right here on the channel. Please check it out, including that $300 boat of sushi. See what we thought. Cardboard box theming has appeared on a building behind Woody's Lunchbox in Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios after construction began over a year ago. Just behind these scrim-covered fences, new cardboard box-style theming has appeared on this mystery building, which some believe is an expansion of Woody's Lunchbox. It's not clear what it's going to be. But the box looks as though Andy got creative and doodled on it in various colors. If this looks familiar, it's because they've done this several times already. In fact, most recently, the facade of Roundup Rodeo Barbecue uh, took on a very similar motif. There's also a cardboard box that makes up uh, essentially the show building for the queue of Toy Story Mania. So you will see a lot of brown box in this land. Um, and, and as far as this building is concerned, while we've seen them start to paint one side, the other sides are just that brown color like cardboard. Uh, but again, we still don't know what this building is going to be, but it does look like it's finally nearing completion at least. Bright Suns Travelers, if you've been looking to save some credits while you restock on your next trip to Batu, all Legacy Lightsaber Hilts are currently discounted at 30% off at Hollywood Studios. Sale is running through October 16th. While supplies last, and the offer is only valid in-store and not on Shop Disney. We found the collection of Legacy Lightsaber Hilts clearly marked on sale on our latest trip to Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. Each case of Lightsaber Hilts has signage to indicate their inclusion in the sale. The discount is not marked to exclude other discounts, so you would still be able to stack it with your Disney Vacation Club, pass holder, or cast member discounts. All styles of lightsaber hilt, including variations on classic and film-accurate combinations, are included, and new Legacy Lightsaber Collectible Hilts are included in the sale as well. So all lightsabers, 30% off. A handful of new sweet and savory treats have arrived at Contempo Cafe at Disney's Contemporary Resort, and we went to try them all out. There's the mini cinnamon roll for $7.79. It's cinnamon roll dipped in white chocolate with sprinkles and edible bow. There's a churro sugar cookie for $4.49. It's cinnamon sugar cookie with cinnamon buttercream topped with cinnamon cereal. It's a lot of cinnamon. The kitchen sink cookie for $4.29. It's chocolate chunk cookie with toffee, peanut butter chips, salted caramel, and flaky salt. There's the peanut butter chocolate chunk cookie for $4.49. It's chocolate chunk cookie topped with peanut butter buttercream. There's the seasonal sugar cookie for $4.49. It's currently a strawberry lemonade sugar cookie with strawberry icing, star confetti sprinkles, and strawberry nerds candy. The monorail s'mores brownie is $5.79. It's fudgy brownie with a graham cracker crust topped with marshmallow cream and chocolate decor. There's also the five-legged goat fruit tart for $6.29. That's more than a dollar a leg, guys. Vanilla tart, it's vanilla tart shell filled with raspberry lemon curd topped with fresh fruit and lemon whipped cream. And to celebrate the Incredibles rooms at the resort, there's the Jack-Jack Cookie Num Num Cupcake. That's right. They, they made a lot of cookies, but Jack-Jack's Cookie Num Num is a cupcake. It's $6.49. It's a chocolate cupcake topped with chocolate chip cookie dough mousse. 
There's also a chocolate peanut butter bar for $5.99. It's chocolate crust, peanut butter cream filling, and chocolate ganache topped with plant-based strawberry whipped cream and strawberry crisps, and that is plant-based and gluten and wheat friendly. A review of all these items is available at WDWNT.com. Disney Parks has announced that a new retail space titled Avengers Vault will be opening an Avengers campus at California Adventure next month. According to the update shared on Twitter, this retail space is set to open sometime in mid-September in Avengers Campus. An exact date and more details are coming soon. The image features merchandise like the Infinity Gauntlet and Iron Man Gauntlet with Infinity Stones, the Tesseract, the Eye of Agamotto, and more. As a result of this new space, the Superstore featuring Avengers Campus in Hollywoodland at DCA will finally close on September 14th. Um, this is weird marketing. This merchandise came out at Epcot, uh, what was it, in May of 2022 when Guardians opened and has already been heavily discounted. So if this is the main merchandise for that store, I, I fear for their success there, but we'll, we'll see what happens. The Disney Parks blog will air a first look video at the Disney Treasure, Disney Cruise Line's newest ship, on Wednesday, August 30th. Unlocking the Disney Treasure, Adventure Awaits Onboard Disney's newest ship will premiere on the Parks blog on Wednesday, August 30th at 11 a.m. Eastern. The video will debut never-before-released details about the Disney Treasure, showcasing the world-class dining, immersive family entertainment, and unique spaces coming to the sixth ship in the Disney Cruise Line fleet. Well, I hate to burst their bubble a little bit, but you, as a WWNT viewer, already know about some of these things, right? Because we've already told you that we believe the dinner show restaurant is going to be Coco. We believe that there will be a bar uh, that will be themed to the Haunted Mansion as well. And um, I don't know if we've said this yet or not, but we uh, it's all but confirmed uh, that the Avengers restaurant, the Worlds of Marvel, um, is going to be on each of these of the Triton class, or if you want to call them um, Wish class ships. Um, they will continue to introduce uh, that restaurant. And when they do on each ship, a new show will debut with um, with that, right? So on the Disney Wish, there is the uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp related show. So it's believed with the Disney Treasure, um, they will open Worlds of Marvel with a new show. And then if you have a longer cruise, your first night will be one of the shows. The other night will be the other one. And then, of course, when the third ship in the Wish class debuts, they'll have Worlds of Marvel again and another show. And then they have a three show rotation, essentially, right? So um, there also is going to be apparently some version of 1923. We'll have to see what that is. But um, not to spoil Disney's announcements, but, but we already know some of these things already. But I'm sure we'll learn some new things on August 30th. In a report from the Sea Trade Cruise News, it's been confirmed that the Global Dream has begun its transformation into a Disney Cruise Line ship. While the vessel has mostly sat without much progress, there are now 400 workers available to complete the project. Global Dream will be one of the first vessels to run on green methanol, one of the lowest emission fuels available. Meyerwerft Administration Christoph Morgan handed a symbolic key to the yard to Meyer uh, Managing Director Bernard Meyer a week ago, paving the way for the construction or the continuation of work on the vessel, I should say, uh, to happen. Capacity is set to be reduced on the ship with the original 9,000 passenger plans going down over 30%, along with uh, reuse of space that was originally included uh, for a casino gambling, uh, Disney, I guess, will not be doing that. And with the original owner, uh, Genting Hong Kong, going into administration due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the massive cruise ship was left unfinished and without a company to complete it. Disney Cruise Line confirmed the acquisition of a partially completed ship that will bring the magic of Disney Cruise Line vacations to a new global destination. 
It'll feature innovative Disney experiences along with dazzling entertainment, world-class dining, and legendary guest service that set Disney Cruise Line apart. The ship is expected. Disney said it would have its maiden voyage in 2025. However, uh, according to this news story, rumors are that it's delayed until 2026. Uh, so we'll have to see uh, what's going to happen here. I think it's interesting that the capacity will be less as Disney puts in more for guests to do to make it more of a Disney ship, even though in um, construction it is not. But um, a reminder, though, again, this is not part of that Triton or Wish class. Those were already under construction, so there are three ships in that class with two more of them to go, the Treasure and the Unnamed One. This will be another ship on top of that, and it will be sailing out of Singapore when it is completed. Disney Cruise Line will be honoring Castaway Club members who have sailed with the Cruise Line 50 or more times with a new commemorative display on Castaway Key, Disney's private island in the Bahamas. Disney Cruise Line is currently celebrating 25 years of cruising this summer with the Silver Anniversary at Sea. The Disney Magic had its maiden voyage on July 30, 1998, but guests first visited Castaway Key in August of that year. The new display will be near the Castaway Key post office, and as depicted in the concept art, it'll be a colorful fence featuring the names of families who have sailed with the Disney Cruise Line 50 or more times. Eligible Castaway Club members will have the opportunity to select one of these four Disney Cruise Line icons to accompany their family's name on the display. And now I have, I need to get on 44 cruises real fast. I better hurry. Let us know in the comments, is there anyone watching this show that's been on 50 or more? Or if their personal assistants are watching, um, <laughs> please ask them. <laughs> Hong Kong Disneyland was testing lighting of the new upcoming World of Frozen Land this week, illuminating Elsa's Ice Palace and the rest of Arendelle for the first time. HKDL Fantasy shared photos of the lit-up land visible at a distance from other parts of Hong Kong Disneyland. Elsa's Ice Palace on the North Mountain glowed blue behind the Castle of Magical Dreams. Details visible include the curved bridge Elsa crosses to reach her icy palace and the balcony she stands on at the end of Let It Go. In the village of Arendelle, the clock tower featuring dolls of Anna and Elsa was also illuminated. A blue light shines behind a diamond pattern window while the clock is lit up golden yellow. The dolls in front of the clock are inspired by Anna and Elsa as they appeared in Frozen and they were visible thanks to small spotlights. Various windows in the village were lit up as well as, uh, as though uh, from candlelight within. And at the center of the castle courtyard is the snowflake-inspired Friendship Fountain, which glowed a blue-purple color. And behind trees, small streams of water were visible. The fountain, of course, was previously revealed in poster art for the land. Uh, it, is, it resembles the icy fountain Elsa creates at the end of the first Frozen film. Of course, uh, this land will open sometime in November this year at Hong Kong Disneyland. The new Disney Lorcana trading card game will be available at Disneyland Paris on the game's official release date of August 18, 2023. Disney Lorcana, the first chapter, will be available at the Storybook Store starting on August 18th. That's on Main Street, uh, Disneyland Paris, by the way. And at the World of Disney Store and Bay Boutique starting on August 21st. A card portfolio will be 20 euros. A booster pack of 12 cards will be 6 euros. A starter deck of 60 cards will be 20 euros. And a gift set will be 30 euros. Um, I was hoping by the time we recorded today's show, we'd have the release information for Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts. It is expected that the card game will be released at Walt Disney World and Disneyland on Friday as well. Disney, as of recording this show, still has not made that announcement. But of course, stay tuned to WDWNT to find out the latest about Lorcana. We've been covering this uh, in depth. And um, 
As well, if you head on over to the WWNT TV channel right now, um, you can watch Ben and Alicia are going to teach you how to play Lorcana. You can learn to play right now before you even get the cards. So go watch that. I know they're also going to be doing a podcast of sorts over there about it, and um, we'll be doing some other fun content as well. So um, Lorcana, I guess we're going to be covering it really intensely starting tomorrow, Friday, August 18th. And uh, stay tuned to the website for the latest information on its availability at the parks and resorts. For the absolute latest on these stories and all that didn't make it into today's show, be sure to check WDWNT.com and follow us on all your favorite social media platforms. You can support the entire team behind this show and others by joining the WDWNT Interglobe Society at Patreon.com slash WDWNT. Get access to exclusive content, discounted show and event tickets and more. Special shout out to all of our Wigs members who make this show happen every week. For the worldwide leader in Disney Parks news, this is Tom Corliss saying, enjoy the rest of your today. Have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Welcome to News Today with Universal Parks News Today. I'm Tom Corliss. Here now the news.